thank you all for joining us. My name is Ron Bembry. I'm the Adventure Services Lead here at Stat Zero, and we are super excited to be hosting Oscar Garcia today for our conversation around networking in the digital age. Um, Oscar is the founder and chief empowerment officer of uh, Aspida Consulting, a Silicon Valley training and consulting firm. He's worked extensively with startups, incubators, educational institutions, you name it. Um, so this is a very timely topic as, you know, the world, even before the pandemic, the world was shifting to a more global, digital kind of economy, and networking is obviously a very, very crucial part to that. Um, and now with the pandemic, you know, we we're unable to attend conferences and events and have kind of create those organic relationships. So we're even more so in this kind of digital space. I mean, just me personally, I've been on LinkedIn more in the last six months than I had ever been in my professional career prior to. So. I was very excited that we were able to get this happening because even myself, I feel like I am just like shooting darts out there. I'm like, oh, hey, that's like a cool person to send a note to. Am I doing this the right way? I don't know. We're, it's trial and error. We'll just see. So we're super excited to have Oscar here, Oscar here to uh, kind of give us some, a little more insight and enlightenment on how to, the best practice to go about this. Um, a little bit of housecleaning clean, before I give it away to Oscar. Um, our next webinar in this educational series will be happening on Wednesday, September 30th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. That will be our second webinar with Next Legal. It will be a follow-up conversation from uh, raising our first webinar, which was raising capital, and this one will be more focused on the kind of due diligence process once you get things going. Um, and that being said, Oscar, take it away. Awesome, Ron. Buddy, I, I don't think I, I need the coffee with the energy that you just uh, gave out, man. <laughs> I love it, buddy. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that introduction. Uh, well, mm -hmm. good morning, everyone. And I say good morning because uh, I'm on the, the West Coast. Um, I think we have people from different parts of the country. Who knows? Maybe even internationally. But um, like Ron said, uh, Net, I'm going to obviously be talking about how to network uh, virtually uh, online, but whether post uh, or pre-pandemic, uh, currently or you know later on, uh, networking is vital to the success of our both career growth and our business growth. I will tell you, for me personally, next month there will be five years that I launch my company, Aspita Consulting. I have spent zero money on marketing. Uh, I have done about 375 uh, seminars. All of them, with the exception of two, came as a result of some type of a networking, whether it's face-to-face, -face, online, and um, uh, so it really, really does work. And I'm going to walk you through, uh, let me just go next slide here. Here's the agenda. Okay. So there's a process here. Okay. It's like, remember, you know, Cinderella. Okay. I know some of us guys probably don't want to admit that we watched Cinderella. Okay. I, I've seen Cinderella movie, but listen, Cinderella didn't just show up to the ball the way she was dressed when her sisters left her behind. She had to get all dolled up, dressed up, you know, and head off. We have to do the same thing. We don't just show up to do networking unprepared. So I'm gonna walk you through a series of steps. Number one, I'm gonna give you some tips on how to create a very impactful uh, story. Number two, uh, it's important, especially online right now, how to be, as I refer to being socially helpful. Number three, some random acts of kindness and things that we can do to really help us stand out. Number four, um, I think it's also important that we are real, that we are authentic. Now, I am not here of one end of the spectrum, the, what I call the Facebook style, where you just post, you know, your whole, you know, whatever, you know, laundry, dirty laundry out there. No, I'm also not at the other end of the spectrum. Like most people treat LinkedIn like a stuffy professional platform. I'm in the middle. You, we can be professionally authentic. And then lastly, we'll get into some uh, how to connect and some, some follow-up tips. Again, feel free to ask me any questions. Uh, send them through the chat. I will leave some time at the end for uh, some Q&A. And then, of course, I also will give you my contact information if you want to connect with me afterwards as well. All right. So, first of all, what is networking? So, networking, quite frankly, is I like to keep things super simple is being a friend. Now, the other reason why I say it's being a friend is because my natural personality is an introvert. 
I know a lot of people don't believe me when I tell them this. They, many of us have this misconception that anyone does any trainings, any public speaking, and nowadays speaks, uh, speaks to this damn little camera in front of me, okay? I don't even see most of you because you have your camera turned off, okay? It's like, oh, you know, he, you know, extroverts. That's not true. That's not true. I, it has taken me 25 plus years to get out of my damn shell and feel comfortable. I still, to this day, every time I do some type of a webinar right now, I still get butterflies. The difference today versus 25 years ago is I can control my butterflies today. But also, I realized because that networking is being a friend, I realized like, hey, you know what? I'm a friendly guy, just like Ron came across, you know, he comes across friendly guy, like I'm a friendly guy, I, I can be a friend, your friend and so forth. Because see, before most people, I remember when I used to work in tech, I actually worked for startups for about 12 years. And we used to go to conferences, you know, trade shows or whatever, and you swipe people's badge, you know, and try to collect, you know, names and this and that. And then afterwards in the evening, we would have like some kind of a mixer. I hated that because as an introvert, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to remember our company product, our pitch, value proposition, all that. Like that was just way too stressful for me as an introvert. And again, when I realized like, Oscar, you know what? Just go up to someone and be like, hey, I'm Oscar Garcia. And if that person reciprocates, awesome. And if they don't, it's okay too because not everyone's going to want to be my friend. Why is it important to network? There's many reasons, but like I said, okay, Oscar Garcia, my bringing, I'm not that smart as most of you here. Just keep things super simple. Listen, I know here all of you are interested, obviously, in growing your business, et cetera, and so forth, funding, et cetera. So let me approach it from an, what I refer to as the opportunity circle. The smallest circle of opportunity is our close friends and family, meaning, they are going to provide the least amount of opportunities to us. Why? Because they know the good, the bad, and the ugly of Oscar Garcia. I've gone to my brother like a gazillion times with a gazillion ideas, and then I don't do jack squat with him. And so, of course, he has this different view, like, oh, here comes Oscar Garcia again with this silly idea. It like, doesn't do anything. The next larger circle of opportunity is going to come from casual acquaintances, casual friends. But the largest circle of opportunity is going to come from complete strangers. They're the ones that are going to provide us with the most opportunities. It's like Ron and I. It's like Jessica and I. We, we've never met in person. We just probably in the last maybe six weeks that we've met or two months. Not that long. And, and, but we need to learn how to network so that we can turn that stranger into someone that is willing to give us an opportunity or, you know, funding or whatever. Now, let's talk about first, uh, like I mentioned, okay, your story. It is critical that we know how to to put together our business or career story. We hear this, obviously, and it's like learning how to pitch. Well, listen, of course that is important, but people invest in other people, okay? I would rather be in a... Uh, bad deal with good people than in a good deal with dumb people. We need to learn how to sell ourselves first, our story. And so here's some tips. Number one, it is important that you know your why. And in this case, there's typically two types of why. There's the personal why and there's the why of what does your company offer to clients, etc. What's in it for other people? And let me give you a more specific example. On a personal level, the reason why I do what I do is because I love helping other people dream bigger, I love inspiring them, and I love serving them, helping them. That's on a personal level. But most of you watching the, the, this, this presentation or later on the recording, you don't give a rip about that. What you want to know, it's Oscar, what's in it for me? So my second why of what's in it for you is I empower you so opportunities come to you. Now, who doesn't want to be in that position, right? Like, I don't like begging. As an introvert, I hate sales. I would rather learn how to attract opportunities. I'd rather be empowered so opportunities come to me. So know what your why is. Number two, who are you? What are some of your personality characteristics, etc.? And then number three, talk about either your career or business journey 
as it relates to what you are currently doing. One of the things that some uh, questions that I sometimes get from people is like, you know, like in my case, I've been out in the workforce now for almost 30 years. Okay. I'm, I'm 51 years old. Okay. And yeah, I've done quite a bit. Okay. Not just working for startups. Okay. Started a nonprofit, was a chamber, head of the local chamber of commerce, blah, 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 and so forth. So what is important is take some of the relevant career or business uh, story and and use it depending on who your audience, who you're talking to. This particular talk, I adapted it to you, the audience. If I was going to give, uh, teach um, college students or young professionals how to network, I'd be using different examples. But again, it's customizing either your career or business journey. And then lastly is what is your vision? Now, listen, I am not Tony Robbins here where I'm going to like teach you how to do a 10 year, you know, vision plan. I don't even know what I'm going to have for breakfast. Honestly, I've just had coffee so far. Okay. So let alone teaching you a 10 year plan, but can you at least have some idea of maybe in the next six months, a year, maybe two years of where you're going with your business? These three things make up a very impactful story. Most people are super boring. I mean, most people, if I'm having a hard time falling asleep, I just go to their website, read their about section, and it will help me fall asleep because that's how exciting they are. Next, what I refer to as being socially helpful, okay? First of all, what I mean by this, listen, we're online, right, okay? Uh, whether it's social media, podcast, or, you know, Reddit, or whatever the heck it is that you're, you know, platform that you're on. What most people, of people do is they constantly sell, sell, sell. They're pitching, they're pitching, wanting. It's about me. What's in it for me? What's in it for me? Stop it, you guys. Like no one wants to be sold to. There is a a a a, a concept, an idea that I learned from my parents, and it's relationship first, business second. Relationship first, business second. Most in, in, in American culture, we reversed it. It's, re, it's business first. And if a relationship ever happens, oh, so be it. No, okay? Relationship first, business second. So what are some things that you can do? Number one, folks, create some content, okay? Some of you guys are so freaking smart, you know, creating the next, you know, whatever thing that's going to save the world, you know, it's going to take us to zero carbon footprint. But when it comes to creating content, you're just like, oh my gosh, it's like, really? Like, let me give you some examples. On the upper left, that is a deck that I created when I worked at the Chamber of Commerce in Mountain View, Y Combinator, 500 startups were literally right within walking distance of the chamber. And sometimes some of these startups would reach out to the chamber like, hey, chamber, you know, can you connect us with some of the um, local businesses here? Because we want to beta test our product. I'm like, okay, fine. So we would connect them. And then, you know, inevitably it's beta a product. So there's always some bugs, et cetera, and so forth. And sometimes things will go wrong. And of course, the, 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 the businesses would come to us and be upset like, oh, you know, my point of sale system isn't working, blah, blah, blah. And so when I did is I created this pitch deck, uh, uh, not a pitch deck, this, this information deck to help startups uh, when they're doing community outreach and they want to beta test their product. And when I took a screenshot, this was a few years back, it had almost 10,000 views, just my own opinion, helping startups in there. On the bottom, infographics, okay? It's another example. People love infographics because they're simple, easy information to digest, they're colorful, they're catchy, et cetera, and so forth. On the upper right, obviously that's a picture of me doing a talk, you know, when we could be in person. And all I did was added my own quote, share that image uh, on social media. Something very simple like this, providing content that is adding value and helping other people. This is part of what I mean about being socially helpful. Here's another example. My buddy, Tim, he does career tips and advice and so forth. All he did again, because I, I can tell, you know, when I watch this video on his iPhone, okay, clips the app and he created this short little tip uh, on some career tips, shared it. Boom. There it goes. There it goes. Can some of you create some short little tips about what your product or your service is offering? I think so. Or here's another one, okay? My buddy Steven, okay, works for Lockheed. During uh, early part of shelter in place, he made this video. You can tell he's in his bedroom at home and just sharing his own experience of being shelter in place. How about some of you sharing your own experience of your ups and downs 
of your business journey. Can you share some of that? Because I guarantee you, you're not the only one that's going through some of this crap, okay? And when we share some of our challenges, it gives other people hope, but it also creates and adds and builds that network as well. Here's another example, okay? Uh, uh, Megan, sharing here uh, on, this was on LinkedIn, against some strategies on how digital transformation can help enhance your business. Boom, just again, sharing it out there, giving it and creating, being top of mind and creating and expanding your network. See, I'm sharing these tips here, you guys, because as an introvert, I don't like cold calling people. What I'd rather do is create value added content that then draws people to me. And guess what? Okay, I'm good to go. I mean, I'm, I'm not a complete introvert where like, you know, if you say hello, I'm like gonna freak out, okay? No, I mean, if you say hello to me, I'm like, oh, hey, hi. But, but it's uncomfortable for me to proactively go out there and just talk to a stranger. But you're adding content like this and you're adding, bringing people to you that will help you with networking. Here's another example. About a little over a week ago, I actually posted this on LinkedIn, just my own thoughts, opinions, right, about the evolution. I'm Mexican, if you haven't figured that out, okay? But just my own thoughts about the, the, the name uh, that here in, in the U.S., uh, people of Mexican descent, you know, we've kind of gone through. And I shared it, and I took a screenshot, I don't know, I think it was maybe about three or four days ago, and it had almost um, 7,000 views. I just checked earlier this morning, it's a uh, little over 8,000 views. My own thoughts and opinions, 200 and plus people have liked it. What am I getting at? Again, it is, it is attracting people to my network because it's a lot easier as an introvert to approach someone and say, hey, thanks for commenting. Hey, thanks for liking my post. I see you do ABC. We'd love to connect with you. Again, creating that engagement and being just socially helpful. Now, the other thing that I think is important to do is what I refer to as, again, as some random acts of kindness to help people, okay? Here's some examples, okay? Can you go on some website, doesn't have to be LinkedIn, I don't care where it is, but can you just go on and just write a recommendation or endorse someone for either the product or service or who they are? Like many of us, as business owners, we're always asking clients to write a recommendation, right, for us. Well, let me ask you this, Fred, when was the last time you did something nice for someone else? Be a giver, not a taker, folks. Number two, how about checking in with a contact, all right? Last year, I traveled quite a bit to Latin America, and in October, I reached out to one of my former board members when I worked at the Chamber of Commerce. I had not spoken to him in about two and a half years. I felt bad, but I'm like, hey, you know what? Let me call David and just say hello, check in. We talked for about 30 minutes. When at the end of our conversation, David's like, hey, thanks, Oscar, for reaching out. You know, I'm gl glad to catch up and I'm glad things are going well for you. Anyways, I take off to Panama to go do some trainings out there. And on the way back to the Bay Area, I do a layover in Houston, turn on my phone, and I have a voicemail from David. Hey, Oscar, I was talking to a potential client uh, about some consulting services. I can't help them because they want some training in Spanish. I thought of you. Folks, guarantee you that if I had not just reached out to David, not asking him for anything, just checking in, that I don't think I would have been top of mind when he had that conversation with the client. Check in with people. Number three, highlight your contacts. I'm going to show you an example shortly here of something that I do on a weekly basis just to highlight my network. Number four, share articles that are of interest. If you're look, if you're connected, you know, with, with Jessica, Ron, or Tiana, or whoever it is, you know, stat zero, you should know what they're interested in, okay? How about keeping an eye out, and next time you run across an article, just, hey, thought of you, just share it. What they do with it, who cares? But the fact of the matter is that you have the audacity to even just think about them. And then lastly, how about doing some introductions for other people? I, I do that sometimes. I have a friend right now who is in commercial real estate that I put her in touch with some of the folks in my network and people have done that for me as well. Again, this, all these things and many other that you probably think of are ways to help 
build and nourish those relationships and help with the networking. Here's an example of what I mean about highlighting my, my network. Every Friday, okay, every Friday, I do what I call a thank God for my network post. I just randomly pick someone in my network on LinkedIn. I take a screenshot of their profile on my phone and I do a shout out. I tag them. I don't give a rip if they comment. I don't give a rip if they thank me. I don't give a rip what action they take. Sometimes people in my network end up connecting with the person. Sometimes they end up doing business. Sometimes they do thank me, okay? But folks, I do this for two reasons. One is because again, I believe in giving and not being a taker and it helps again strengthen my network as well. Also, folks, the other thing is because what do most people say on Friday, okay? Probably most of you are going to say, you're going to forget this, okay? Most of you are going to be like sending text messages or whatever through your Slack, you know, TGIF. Like, I don't give a rip about, you know, it's Friday. I'm just as fired up Monday as it is. I'm Friday. I'm just as pissed off on Friday as it is on Monday because I do not let the, the calendar dictate my attitude. So don't ever send me a message about TGIF. Next, folks, be real, okay? Be authentic, be genuine, okay? Let me show you some examples. So my friend Yoel, okay, on LinkedIn, early on again during COVID, he shares this picture, he's on the computer day one and then, you know, whatever, you know, day two or whatever, a few days later, his kids have taken over the computer, now he's all tied up and so forth. It's funny, it's silly, but it's showing his, his personal, his personality, that silliness, just kind of breaking things down. Here's an example. Next, here's another one. This is a post that I did and I talked about what I referred to it. It was my, I don't care post. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you, but some of the things I said is I don't care to be a TEDx speaker. I care to speak from my heart. I don't care that I'm an introvert. I care to listen, to understand. I don't care to be perfect. I care to inspire others through my imperfections, et cetera, et cetera. And I share this and my friend Amina goes on to uh, and reshares his post and she says, Oscar has inspired me to do many things and today again to write my own I don't care list. Folks, from a networking standpoint, what do you think the odds are that if I reach out to Mina and say, hey, Amina, I see you're connected with, you know, so-and-so, would you mind doing an introduction? She would do it, folks. She would do it. See, this is what I mean by adding value and being helpful and helping you with your network, okay? Some of you are so busy creating or, you know, your 10th reiteration of your product or service, and that's fine. You need to do that, but stop neglecting the people side of your business, the networking folks, because one day you're going to need these people and you're going to come across like a user. Let's talk about connect and follow up here. Okay, folks. So first of all, one of the things that I love about actually webinars, uh, the deposit is, is that depending on how they have the format, and I see this one is, um, set up this way where you can click on like the gallery view or whatever and you can see the names of everyone that is participating on this webinar as an introvert this is golden okay because i love those warm introductions or ways you know where i can find some common ground as an introvert i told you you know cold turkey i have a challenge with that and so you can go on to online events register for webinars and take a screenshot of who's participating and then reach out to them connect with them whether it's through linkedin ideally linkedin is the ideal place because it's a business platform but hey you can go on to other social media platforms other online platforms and just say hey you know ron i noticed that you were also on the, this webinar on how to network in the digital era i was on there too we'll love to connect with you something as simple as that Here's another one, okay? You can follow hashtags, as you know, it's obvious like on Twitter, on Instagram, but also on LinkedIn as well. I did, I did last night a search for hashtag startups. There are 20, over 21 million followers on LinkedIn that, 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 that are following this hashtag. What does that mean? What that means is that I can A, follow this hashtag and every time someone post something on LinkedIn and tags it with the hashtag startups, it's going to increase the chances of me seeing it on my feed. By seeing it, now I can A, learn about the industry, whatever that post is, B, 
now there's a new contact, potential someone that I can add to my network. And as an introvert, to me, it's a lot easier to be, hey, I see, you know, whatever it is the post is, I have my own startup focusing on this. We'll love to connect with you on LinkedIn. That's an example. Also, how about going to company pages, okay? Here is Stat Zero, uh, their team. Boom, right there, like there are four people right there that you can connect with, okay? I'm connected at least with two of them, with Johanna and, and, and Jessica. But hey, I'm going through your training program, or hey, you know, thanks for putting together that webinar, the training, or whatever. You know, Marquise will love to connect, or Eddie will love to connect. Again, here's another example. And you can do this for so many company pages uh, out there. Another example, okay? What Jessica and I are connected on LinkedIn, I love Jessica, how she is such a giver. She's always sharing amazing information for many of you. And what she did, uh, I, I, this post here is, is that she shared, uh, it's a list of, you know, potential like VCs or investors, et cetera, and so forth. Very extensive uh, list. And let me show you an example here. Let's just, uh, well, actually I'll come back here as, as an example. But there's more ideas uh, of places that you can network. You can obviously join other groups, okay, on other social media sites. You can go to your school page on LinkedIn, for example. I went to UC Berkeley, so I follow the UC Berkeley LinkedIn page. Uh, there's an alumni tab that I can do a search for alumni in particular companies, geographic regions, and guarantee you that almost every time that I send an invitation to connect to someone, to a fellow Cal alumni, they're gonna accept it, because that's just the way typically th things are. Obviously, social media platforms, and then lastly, mutual connections asking for that uh, introduction. Now, when you reach out to someone, don't do this, okay? Here's a guy, and I'm not, it's not my personality to blast people's actual names, but here's a guy who sent me an invitation. In this case, it was through LinkedIn. He's like, hi, Oscar. LinkedIn paired us as users that should connect, so I'm reaching out to introduce myself. I would love to explain the benefits of continuing to help your company convert over to LED lighting. When can we get together? Thank you. I was like, dude, we're in freaking COVID. Okay, like, I don't know where you're working, but I'm, right now I'm in my freaking living room. What LED lights do I need in my house? Okay, what I need is a ring light, is what I need. Like, dumb approach. I just ignored this guy, okay, because he doesn't take the time to find some common ground to see, uh, understand what my needs are. It's just a waste of my time. Again, he comes across, I just wanted to pitch me, and guess what? I don't think any of us want to just be pitched, okay? All right. So the example, going back to Jessica example, when that link that she shared, I scroll through one of the uh, the companies and I happen to come across um, uh, Textline was, is one of the companies that Jessica's link um, uh, list. And so what I did is I went onto LinkedIn, I went to the company page and I see that he's one of the founders, Alan. And so then I looked him up on LinkedIn and this is an example. I mean, it's not the exact, you know, ideally the, the, the exact example, but I just want to at least get your mind thinking this way. If I was to connect, if I wanted to connect with Alan, I could send him a message as you see down on the bottom. Hi, Alan, my company is whatever your company name is, is enrolled in Stat Zero's training program. Jessica Salinas, uh, one of their founding partners, shared a list of potential industry champions. I welcome the opportunity to connect with you. Simple, simple message. You could do this, folks, okay, for 10 to 15 contacts in a day. And in a week, you do that, that's anywhere from 50 to whatever, 75 potentially new contacts. Even if you just use the numbers and let's say half of those don't even connect, that is a lot of people, a critical, important people that you've added to your network this way, okay? Here's another example. So uh, David Cavello, he is the vice president of HR. He's like the main dude for human resources at VMware. One night, I was just scrolling through my LinkedIn feed, and I saw an article that someone in my network had shared that talked about his immigrant story. And... Um, I looked up David. I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me connect with this homeboy. And so I just said, hey, David, I just read your story. Inspiring. My parents were migrant workers, and I can relate to your story. I welcome the opportunity to connect with you on LinkedIn. Within five minutes of sending him this message, David connected with me. Guess what? You know what? Now we're connected. Now I see what he shares. Now he sees what I'm sharing, and that 
is the beginning of this networking because it's a process. I went back and I told you about Cinderella, okay? There is a process to go to the ball and eventually, you know, marry the prince, okay? Just doesn't happen like that. So some follow-up tips. Again, connect with people on social media. Uh, once you've connected with them, with them, send a follow-up note. Number three, be sharing some value-added tips, folks, okay? Value-added tips. All right. Now, some of you might be asking, like, okay, Oscar, this is super cool, makes sense or whatever, but, you know, does your stuff really work? Well, I'm going to show you an example here, folks. Just this Monday, out of the blue, I'm getting ready to do a talk in Spanish. We just launched our Latin America training um, program on Monday. and. Um, I get this email out of the blue from the U.S. Embassy asking me if I'm interested in doing a talk for young entrepreneurs in El Salvador. Folks, I told you I'm an introvert. I hate sales. I did not ask the U.S. Embassy if they want me to go speak or anything like that. They reached out to me because of my network. Okay. Here's an example, all right, that I'm teaching you. The stuff that I teach you, that I'm teaching you today and that I teach in general, it's stuff that I do and it works if you work it. All right, folks, you can drop it there. Let me know if, if this webinar has been helpful. I'm gonna open it up here shortly for some questions. If it wasn't helpful and it sucked, let me know too because, hey, listen, all you know, feedback is important to me to to um, to improve it, and I'm always con I'm continuous improvement kind of guy. All right, so let me know. All right. Lastly, here is you know, if you're ever down the road, if you ever do need uh, some other additional trainings, I do do some seminars, uh, executive mentorship uh, as well, and then also some uh, hands-on well, virtual uh, workshops uh, that I do uh, as well, and. Uh, here's my contact information. You can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, last week, uh, we just launched my podcast called Career Talk with OG. Uh, so super cool uh, information there. There's my phone number. There's my email. If you're a super introvert like myself and you're like, I'm embarrassed, you know, I'm shy about reaching out to Oscar, go to my website, okay, folks? Or, hey, go figure. You can connect with me on, on LinkedIn uh, as well. But um, let me open it up to some questions. Ron, I'm going to turn it over to you, buddy. All right. Thank you. That was a, I love that presentation. I got so much out of it. And thank you for considering me or telling me that I'm a friendly guy. I, I like to think so. And you're also an amazingly friendly guy as well, which is why I'm glad we were able to connect here. Uh, so many great points you made. I love the fact of just keeping it simple being a friend and focusing on their relationship first. Um, I feel like in my own experience here, I just been like shooting at people, hey, we have a great company, let's do a rough share. And it's like, they don't know me, I don't know them. It's, it's gotta take some of that time. Um, yeah. So I will hand it over to Tiana to handle some of the Q&A portions of this and we can uh, get this rolling here. Hi, Oscar, thank you so much for that presentation. It was really great. Um, so I just have a couple questions in the Q&A box that I'm going to ask you. So let's start with the first one. It says, is networking just for opening and new opportunities? Or how do you strategically set yourself up for closing those opportunities? Yeah, so remember remember everyone that I mentioned uh, that um, again, my, I, I'm approaching, there's different ways to network, okay? I'm not saying that mine is, is the only way. I. I'm only approaching it from my personality, which is an introvert, that I don't like begging a company. Um, I have figured out how to re hack, reverse engineer, whatever Silicon Valley term you know, we want to use on how to close business. And so, so the way I, uh, I do it is, is that number one is I, um, I'm very active on social media, providing value-added content. Number, number two, I have a very strong professional brand. In this case, professional brand is what do I want people to think of when, when, they, when I'm not around? Like when Ron thinks of Oscar Garcia, what do I want him to think of? I want him to think of like, you know what? That guy's a nice guy, man. Man, that guy's smart. That guy, that guy uh, is super friendly and very helpful. 
That's what I want him to think of. And so my actions, my activity online needs to portray that. Look at the damn picture that I have. I'm not freaking scowling. I come across friendly. It's purposeful, the things that, that I'm doing. And so as a result of that, then once we engage and we're talking, okay, I also take a very consultative approach in trying to understand. Like one of the things I remember Ron, uh, you know, and I tell him, I told him like, hey, Ron, tell me a little bit more about who's going to be on this webinar, et cetera, and so forth, so that I can adapt the need. And then all these things that I'm sharing with you, people you know, the prospect is seeing like, this guy gets me. I trust this guy. This guy is good at what he does. I want to do business with him. That's part of, I mean, there's more to it. Okay. But I don't have time to get into all the details, but that's part of the sales journey. And it's really not, I don't look at it as a sales journey. I look at it as a relationship building journey. I'm not here to close you folks. I'm here to win your friendship. That was amazing. Thank you, Oscar. Um, and the next question is, are there any introverts versus extrovert research that you could recommend to our audience? Wow. You know what? Um, that, I, you know what there, there is? And uh, what I'll do is I'll send it to Ron. There is actually uh, a link, uh, a professor from uh, Harvard. I'm, I'm forgetting her name right now. And uh, there is some research with regards to that. And uh, so, Ron, I'll send you the link and you can share it uh, with people. Definitely. Amazing. Thank you. Um, the next question, what are some ways in COVID to do digital marketing and connecting, especially since we cannot have trade shows for those connections? Yeah, so, okay, here's some, because uh, obviously I don't know your, your background and so forth, but um, one, one thing that you can do is you can actually uh, do a webinar, okay? Uh, uh, I, that's how I started, like literally March 16th here in the, in the Santa Clara County, which is where I live. We're in shelter in place and all my trainings were live face to face and they just got canceled. So I was like, crap, oh my gosh, what do I need to do? You know what? I'm like, okay, let's do some webinars. I sucked, okay, and I still do suck uh, at them, but I'm just more comfortable at sucking now. And 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 so that got me out there staying top of mind. The other thing is look at partnering with other people where you can complement the services or your knowledge so that now you maybe you're you're focused on a this person is b c and d and not only are you bring your your collective knowledge together but you're also bringing your network together to be able to share more information uh, uh, as well that that you can do and then the last thing is um, look at joining some um, some live events whether it's Facebook Instagram or LinkedIn live or you know YouTube uh, that you can do uh, I, I just also ran I have LinkedIn live and so back in June I just started to do I just came up with the name career talk with OG and once a week I uh, I highlight someone or, or I bring someone on my live event and we do some career talk so all these things this activity is keeping me top of mind and helping me with my marketing as well great thank you and for the next question how do you manage the different channels so example LinkedIn or email and keep track of your contacts so let's say you have about a thousand LinkedIn contacts how do you remember where you met each individual and where their background story is yeah so you know what first of all you guys um, I mean definitely get you know have some kind of a CRM I use HubSpot um, and, and HubSpot I use it more from the standpoint once I get someone in a prospect into the that pipeline but um, but what uh, uh, with LinkedIn I'll get to some of the others but with LinkedIn I don't delete messages anymore. Like if we're messaging via LinkedIn, I don't delete those anymore. I used to because uh, now I can always reference back and be like, wait a minute, what did we meet or, or how do we meet or, or what was the conversation, you know, that we might have had. So I just keep those messages, excuse me, uh, there. The other thing is, is that um, we have to be realistic that we're not going to be able to keep uh, a close relationship with I have over 7,000 people on LinkedIn that I'm connected I it's impossible for me to keep a close relationship um, with all of those but what I can do is I can keep stay top of mind by, by again my level of activity and content that I'm sharing because there's a lot of people that are just lurkers on social media that don't engage but they see your content they're like kind of like the traditional 
driving by a billboard on the freeway, you keep seeing it, keep seeing it. That's where some people are. So you're going to be influencing uh, some of these people. I, I mean, bottom line is, you guys, like, have some grace. Like, you, you know, give some grace to other people if they don't respond and you do the same thing. I'm like, hey, man, if I screw up or whatever, like, hey, sorry, dude. Like, you know, I didn't mean it, you know. So, yeah. I just keep things simple, you guys. Yeah. Great. And for our next question, do you recommend connecting with people on multiple social media channels or keeping it simple? So act, be active with them on one channel versus multiple channels. You know what? I actually do recommend connecting on people with multiple channels. And the reason is because each channel is, is uh, different. Um, uh, you know, the, 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 the type of content, like Instagram is more entertaining, you know, you see some videos, now that came out with the reels, etc. So, you know, you kind of see a, a different side. It's kind of like, to, to use the analogy of like, you know, the traditional networking event, right? You show up to an event, a conference, and you might be all dressed up, you know, as a guy, you know, I'd be wearing a suit and tie. And then afterwards, you know, you meet someone, you're like, hey, dude, you know what, let's go grab a bite to eat, you know, let's go grab some cocktails, a drink. And then you get there and you take off the tie and you kind of loosen up, you know. So that's part of the reason why I believe connecting with people on different uh, social media channels, because you get to see their different online personas. And, and it increases also the depth of that relationship uh, as well. Yeah. In a few years, we might be adding TikTok to that list. <laughs> yeah. What favorite dances people have as part of their online persona as well. Yes, 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 yes. And for our next question, um, so how do you market your identity like authentically? So as a Latino man in the consulting space, how do you market yourself and have that really present itself on social media? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, first of all, I just actually did a post, um, you know, if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, I actually just did a post, I think it was yesterday, uh, about this. And <clears throat> I think, I mean, listen, as, as a minority, as a person of color, we're, you know, especially this year, what's been going on, right? We're always feeling like the, uh, we're on the outside looking in and we need to change that narrative big time okay like that that shit needs to stop okay but here's the thing is is that what i realized for me is i needed to accept myself for who i am and not be ashamed of my upbringing i mean my dad was a dishwasher my mom worked in the hotel industry as a housekeeper english is actually my second language okay i'm esl kid i was on the free and reduced lunch i freaking i'm proud of that shit Okay, because that's my past. I can't change it. And it's helped me be who I am. So number one, accept it. Number two, put, share your story. Share your story. If, it, if you have to take a little baby step because you're not ready to quite, but take the little baby steps. Don't think that you're not unique or anything like that because we all have a story to tell. I'm not going to relate to probably most of you on this call or watch it, okay? But you might relate to another person and you know what collectively we're gonna change this narrative here so do those things and it will help you put yourself out there that's great thank you so much for that um for the next question did you creatively come up with og as oscar garcia or i guess is that a nickname that people call you <laughs> no you know what so i mean obviously those are my initials okay og oscar garcia and growing up um at least you know in the uh, latino mexican culture right the cholos you know the original gangster so i'm always i'm always about taking these negative you know what mainstream america views as negative terms minority original gangster i'm like and sorry to be but i'm like fuck that shit i'm gonna empower it okay and so guess what og that's right you know there's only one og there's only one oscar. <laughs> that's great thank you oscar um and for the next question i'm gonna ask my own question as a recent graduate and just friends with a lot of recent graduates who unfortunately are going through kind of the difficult job market right now. Um, so a lot of what is happening in the tech community, people usually need referrals to kind of break through that big application barrier. How do you go about asking somebody to give you a referral after you've made this connection with them without it kind of seeming like you're just cashing in a favor from them? 
Oh, yeah. No, yeah. So here's the thing that I share with people. We are in a very obviously unique situation right now where many of us, all of us are being impacted by, by what's happening. And there is a level of understanding that we all need some help. And I also believe that there are many people out there that are willing to help. And so the, 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 my advice to you, uh, Tiana, is when you reach out to someone, like say, you know, you were reaching out to me, hey, Oscar, you know what, it's great to meet you, whatever that comment. Um, the reason I'm reaching out to you is, you know, I see you're connected with, you know, John Smith at Google. I'm looking to get my foot in the door. Would you be open to helping me? In other words, be upfront with the ask of why you're doing it. That's the key thing. What, what people oftentimes get turned off is when we're not upfront and we just kind of like tiptoe around the tulips and then like the second or third message, bam. Oh, by the way, can you, you're like, Diana, how come you just tell me that in the beginning? Yeah. So that's what I recommend. Great. Thank you. And kind of a, a follow-up question to that. When you do get that connection, the person agrees to reaching out to you, what is maybe one question that you think would let you stand apart from maybe the other people who they've contacted? Yeah, that's a great question. So one, one thing uh, that will help you is, um, is um, say something to them or indicate something where you are establishing some common ground. So for example, if you were going to reach out to me and like we didn't know each other for the man on the moon or whatever, and that you look at my profile and you point something out about my profile or somewhere on social media, you're like, hey, Oscar, I saw this post, you know, or I see, you know, you know, your background is in this. To me, that uh, tells me that you you took an interest in me and in what it is that I do because very few people actually personalize their invitation. Uh, and it's just kind of the going for the kill. And that's the part that just sours a, a, a relationship. You just start off on the wrong foot because again, no one wants to feel used. We want to feel, I want to feel like I matter. We all do. We all want to feel that. So, do that and you're going to go a long way because guarantee you 98% of the people don't do what I just told you. Great. I completely agree. And so for a final last fun question, do you have a favorite experience at a time that someone has maybe cold emailed you or cold LinkedIn messaged you that you just like to share? You know what? I do. I actually, um, so uh, my podcast, and I actually shared this story, but uh, I think it was back in June, I was doing a LinkedIn live event. And in the back of my mind, I had been thinking about doing a podcast, but one, I didn't know how to set it up, do it. Number two, I didn't want to invest the time to try to figure out because I have other things uh, that I've been doing for to grow my business. And there was a young guy, 24 year old, who happened to catch the that part of my LinkedIn live where I said, hey, you know, I'm thinking of doing a podcast, but I have no experience. Shortly after we got done, his name is David. He messages me through LinkedIn. He's like, hey, Oscar, I heard, you know, you want to set up your podcast. I'm happy to help you totally for free. By the way, I don't know how to do it, but I'm willing to learn. I'm like, hey, listen, dude, I don't know how to do it. Okay. I have no time. You don't know how to do it and you're willing to invest time. I think this is a beautiful relationship here. Let's roll with it. And so he took the initiative with not having any experience, learned it. I also took the risk to allow him to, and then now look the end, pro the end product because now he can take this experience and potentially if this is what he wants to do as a side hustle or whatever, he can do it for other people. Also, I'm grateful to David because I now write him a recommendation. I'll open, uh, allow him into my network and I'll speak positively about him. Wow, that's incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that story. And now I'm going to pass it back to Ron or Jessica. For <laughs> Actually, I do have one final, final question, Oscar. Uh, surprise question. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So as you know, there's an abundance of digital conferences and digital events that are happening during the pandemic. And, you know, many companies are having to transition. Um, as an introvert, I find that uh, it's easier for me to avoid networking during these digital conferences and events that kind of are forced to naturally in a way happen when there are physical events. Um, so what's one 
piece of advice you can give for, for people that are finding it difficult or finding it easier to log off instead of networking during these conferences and digital events? Yeah. So there's a couple of things, Jessica, that comes to mind. So I'm always, I'm always looking to do, to, I'm, as an introvert, I observe first. And those of you that are introverts, I think you can relate, right? Like we, 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 we realize that God gave us one mouth and two ears for a reason and we use it accordingly. Okay. So we shut up and we observe first. And so I like when we, when I log on to an event, I notice how a very few people again have their cameras on. Uh, so therefore I turn mine on so that people can, can see, cause that's right there. Uh, 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 just a subtle, remembrance right uh, and connection number two is is that the other thing too is like i mentioned about taking those screenshots and reaching and looking up people on online on social media and seeing who i might want to connect i don't connect with everyone um and then the third the third thing too is is that um i by now i have built a my, what I call my business portfolio of content that truly is, depending on who you are, if I have content that if you're a high school, a 16 year old, I can send you some content that will relate to you and you're going to think I'm freaking super cool. It's cooler than your dad. Okay. Or I have content that I can send to an 80 year old and then 80 year old grandpa would be like, Oh my gosh, I wish you were my grandson. And so meaning I, I have, information that is a value added and therefore when I send that and again I'm approaching it from an unconditional giving attitude people love that and appreciate it and they want to connect with me you inspired me to turn on my camera <laughs> <laughs> thank you that's Oscar. a big deal I'll pass it over oh, to by Ron. The way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I think we're out of questions. Well, Oscar, thank you so much. This was an absolutely tremendous presentation webinar. I think we've all gained so much information and insight to better our, our networking experiences as we all seem to identify as introvert. I mean, I'm an, I'll say I'm an extroverted introvert I've become over the last <laughs> 10 years or so. But this was amazing. This is incredible. Tiana, thank you for having the Q&A. You did a fabulous job. And Jessica, thank you for being inspired to visually join us as well. Uh, we are excited for you guys to have the rest of your amazing Wednesday and Oscar we're looking forward to working with you I'm following you on your podcast cannot wait to listen to more with uh, the OG Oscar Garcia that's right yeah. all right yeah, thank, thank you guys you. thank you Tiana Jessica thank you everyone mm -hmm. have a great Bye. rest of your day all right bye-bye